Hey everyone, you're listening to Five Years Time with your host, Grace Black. Hi everyone, welcome back to Five Years Time with your host, Grace. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Wednesday. How is everyone feeling? <laughs> That's good. Oh, me too. It's been hard. Was that a good interaction of you telling me how you're feeling? <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a f- interesting mood today. Anyways, I guess I will give you a little recap of my life since freedom has ensued. Um yeah, basically I've been busy, aka going into the office, spending the weekend at the in-laws, um, just doing, you know, out of the house type of things. But other than that, nothing too interesting has been happening because I feel like that's the time of the year. Nothing interesting is going on, really. Um, I made my Sunday Reset playlist this past week, which is so hyped. Like, it's just such a happy, endorphin-filled playlist. Um, And it's funny because last week I was walking to and from work and I was it was sunny out and I was kind of in that mood. So obviously that's where the playlist was created from. But then I kind of fell into the trap of not being in that mood anymore. But that playlist has been a nice pickup for me, which will lead us into what I learned this week. But I thoroughly, thoroughly am enjoying um, our Sunday Reset playlist from this week. So if you want to listen to it, it is the first link in our show notes. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other things that I've got up to this week, but nothing really much. Uh, this, I, I'm always like, uh, episode behind for Euphoria. So the first half of the play episode. Oh, why am I getting into um, entertainment recap? I forgot we had that. Okay, shh, Grace, don't talk about the show. Leave it for the end just in case people don't want spoilers. Um, but yeah, you know what? I think I'm just going to get into this episode because honestly, I'm kind of in a funky place with my mood and mindset. And it's about what this focuses for this week. So yeah, let's just get into it. What I learned this week. What I learned this week. I learned that I need to write down, well, I don't need to, I need to, yeah, for me, I need to write down what my like coping strategies are for when I wake up in a funky mood or my day turns into a funky mood. Um, Yeah. So that being said, I also need to start doing this. I'm going to start doing this and then I'm going to do a podcast episode about it, but I'm going to like start tracking um, maybe my moods every day. And like, I know it. obviously a huge part of that is my like um, my cycle and where I'm at. So I just want to like, I I've become aware of it's like, okay, like, oh, here's this time. Like, I know that I'm normally like not as bubbly and optimistic. It's easy for me to feel down and negative. And it's like a routine, right? You know, it's coming up, but I don't actually know it's coming up. Like, I know it's going to come up, but I don't have it like written down 
date wise. So it always comes as a surprise, but then I'm able to be like, okay, I know what this is, but I wish that I, I was more prepared. So I'm going to actually start tracking and then I'll be able to, um, be more prepared and hopefully I learned something from that. So I will make a podcast episode about that. But that's like just a little side thing. Um, today I woke up and I was just in one of those moods. I knew last night going to bed, I could feel myself. I was worrying and I just felt like really unsettled. And yeah, I woke up this morning and I definitely felt in a fret, like just not my mind couldn't stop focusing on negatives and it was multiplying them and it was just not a good place. And I'm still kind of in that mindset and I'm working on trying not to be in it. So I actually did find like the idea of recording this episode a little daunting for me because I'm kind of in the mindset still. Typically I would try and wait till I was outside of it. Um, but you know, this is a raw and real place to be. So here we are. Um, yeah. So I thought what I would, what I've learned, what I would teach you or let you know, um, and hopefully could help you all as well is the five things that I try to keep at the forefront of my mind when I get into these funky places. And I have never actually written them down until now. And now that I wrote them down, I'm like, okay, I'm going to actually write these down and keep them, um, keep them close to my heart, maybe in a phone note, maybe in multiple places, phone note, um, maybe like a post-it note in the bathroom on my bedside table, just have it accessible to me. Um, and this will go more into when I start tracking my moods and um, like daily feelings uh, to be able to have these accessible as resources for me. So I'm putting them all in one place, which is not only hopefully going to help you, but it's also very helpful for me. But when you just get into those funky spots, you know, when negativity takes over, worry, stress, um, anxiety, sadness, anything like that, um, and you just get pulled down. And for me, I feel like I always come off of a high into a low. It's never like I'm slowly approaching it. It's like I go from feeling really good to all of a sudden not feeling really good. Um, these are the five things that I use to help me just put a little bit more perspective and um, help me pull myself out of that negativity loop. Because yes, I do believe that we that life is about the journey and it's not about chasing this happiness or um, chasing more and more and more. I don't believe that. I believe that it is about embracing the highs and the lows, the ebbs and the flows. Like it is truly about that. But it isn't about adding to the lows. It's not about creating more lows through negative thought and spiraling and all that. So this is where this comes into play. If you know in your day that today is a day where you need rest, take your rest. Sit in those feelings, in those places that you are. Um, if you need to cry it out, cry it out. Embrace that. Um, your body is telling you that something needs to be rele released or something needs to be changed. So that like participate in that. But this is for when you're in those funky times where you just know like every 
maybe it's every few days, every whatever, whatever the pattern is for you, um, where you just need to pull yourself out of that negative spiral. Um, So my first thing on the list is go for a walk. And I had a debate on if I wanted to put this at the beginning or like at the bottom. I was trying to think of like what order. (laughs) But then I was like, you know, I'm just going to say them. I'm just going to write them down and say them in the order that I wrote them down. And because obviously that the way that they appeared in my brain was um, for a purpose. Oh, my dog is running away. Sorry if you can hear her. Uh, So yeah, going for a walk. And I truly think that this is the ultimate of ultimates. You, when you get outside and you remove yourself from a situation, even if it's just you sitting in your thoughts, there is a difference between sitting in your thoughts inside and sitting in your thoughts or moving in your thoughts outside and having your feet connect to the ground. And if you can do this in the summer or like depending where you live, like right now grounding, grounding is when you um, connect your feet and or body to the actual physical natural ground. Um, So a little hard in the wintertime because it's cold and your feet would be very, very cold. Um, But if it is an appropriate season or appropriate temperature outside for you to actually go outside and remove your socks and have your feet in the ground and on the grass and connect with nature, it is a really, really powerful way to pull yourself out of those spirals. And so going for a walk, even better if you can do grounding practice as well, but definitely going for a walk, getting fresh air. And a hundred percent, it is something that going for a walk probably is the hardest for me to get do when I'm in those moments of negativity and spiral and fret. Um, but I know that it will make a change. So now that I've actually written it down, that's great because these are easier coping mechanisms. It, it's it's all about putting the, the, the supports in place for you, right? So this is me putting a support in place for me now having it written down. And hopefully you listening to this episode can help you think of what those supports will be. But yeah, so going for a walk, just getting those fresh air and uh, hearing the birds chirp and just, you'll be surprised. Um, what light you can see when you're on a walk or how you can bring yourself back into perspective. Dancing, number two, dancing. Now, this one is big for me. And as I was saying, this week's past Sunday Reset playlist has been really great for me because it is super uplifting, endorphin-inducing, and it's kind of the opposite of how I feel. Um, And yes, I do love to listen to sad music when I'm sad and stuff like that, but I'm not necessarily feeling sad right now. It's more just like... But anyways, what I was going to say was just putting on, if it's sad music you want to dance to, whatever, putting on whatever music you want to dance to. For me, it's been really uplifting and fun songs and just really let go and let loose for at least one song a day. Like, I think that that's a beautiful thing to live by, but especially when you're in these negative moments. Um, Yeah, just putting on some music and really letting go because this sense of freedom comes over you. You just have this like, you're focusing on something else that is contagious. Like music is so contagious because it runs through your body and your mind and it takes you on this journey and it takes you on a journey that isn't in your head necessarily. It's not your where you are. It's where the song is. So anyways, it's just this really powerful thing. So if you can just get up and dance and 
it's the same concept of walking, right? It's just getting you up and out of the the position you're in in that moment. Um, yeah, so that's a really good reset for me. Number three, putting pen to paper. Now, I don't use pen. I use pencil. <laughs> I love pencil. Like I don't hate pen, but like I love pencil, but whatever actually writing things down on paper and we did touch on this on Sunday reset but like really truly just sketching out drawing writing even just scribbling just putting anything on paper just literally anything it doesn't even have to be like you might not even know what you're thinking about you might not even be able to articulate what your emotion is or what you're specifically sad about or specifically upset about or feeling anxious on but just starting to put whatever on paper, even if that's writing the alphabet, even if that's drawing smiley faces or trees, like just whatever, it helps you, again, to just get out of that focus on negative pathways that are in your mind that become these comfortable places because we spend so much time focusing on them. Um, Yeah. So it just helps you to get out of that. Um, And on that note, if it is what you, if you you do have a specific thing that you are thinking about constantly, like writing that down and maybe putting down a pros and cons list or writing out what the negative or the positive or what the worst case, best case, or just adding a little more perspective, but like honestly, just putting anything on paper. Um, And this is a really great thing. I, I agree to do it whenever you're feeling in this funk, but it's also a really great thing to do before bed. Um, If you find that at night, you maybe wake up in the middle of the night or kept up with your thoughts um, to just write down them before bed. And then it kind of puts like a closed chapter. Number four, eating. (laughs) I know for me personally, this might be a very personal one, but for me personally, like hunger is such a huge part of my mood. And um, yeah, I find a lot of the times that my appetite is lost when I'm caught up in these funky places because obviously all your focus is stuck on those thoughts and it's not really listening to the rest of your body or listening to any of your other needs. And so I, I my appetite isn't big and then I might not eat and then um, that and then the lack of food inside of me is affecting my mood, which is adding into the negativity and it's just like this whole bad cycle. So one thing I really try to do when I'm in these funky places is make sure like, oh, have I eaten? Okay, let me eat. And then for me, a lot of the time that does alleviate um, the feel, the the heaviness of uh, the negativity. It will lighten it a bit. Um, and especially if I add it in partnership with another thing here, uh, eating and going for a walk or eating and writing down or eating and dancing. If I partner it, um, it's a really, really good, good thing for me. So eating is really important. And I think that a lot of the times it might be overlooked as something that can be um, helpful to your emotions, um, even though we all know about hanger and that. But I think when you're in that place, you don't, you don't think about it. So eating. And number five, reassuring myself that this is a now thing and not a forever thing. I think it's really easy to know, to fall into this trap of feeling like your world is imploding on you and that you you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, when I was 
postpartum, someone had said to me that um, you can't see the light in the darkness. And that gave me really, that was really helpful because when I felt like I couldn't see things getting better because it was so new to me and it was, um, it just felt like every day it was going down and not going up and I couldn't see how it could possibly get better. Um, Someone saying that to me that you can't see the light when you're in the darkness really helped me to just like add perspective. Like it is dark now. It is dark and I am unable to see. So I need to understand that, like understand that my clarity is covered right now and it's not as bad as I think it is going to be for a long time. Like, I don't know if that really makes sense, but I also think that that leans on your supports. Like if it is dark for you right now and you cannot see the end of the, the end of that darkness, the blue skies ahead, the light, um, then you need to lean on your supports. And that might be talking to your spouse, your family, your friends, um, me, anybody just like letting them know that I'm in a dark place, like say I'm in a dark place right now and I need um, to just make sure that someone's checking in on me and maybe helping to give perspective. And sometimes we just need to vent. We don't need answers. It's not something that's a problem that can be solved. It's just a feeling that comes. That's I find for me, I know that this is something that happens um, usually once a month for me. I just get into these down funks and I just need to talk through them and do these other things. Um, So yeah, and because I'm aware of this before I, there were many years that I was not, oh, I I knew I, this happened to me, but I didn't realize that it was a regular thing or that it was hooked, um, attached to my hormonal cycle or anything like that. I just knew that every so often I would feel like this, but like I, I wasn't aware enough to be able to reassure myself that this is a now thing and not a forever thing. So just all of these things put together, like the writing it down, the going for a walk, this is all helping you to bring awareness. And once you are able to gain that awareness, and I will speak on this again probably when I do my episode about my tracking of my emotions or whatever, um, you're able to reassure yourself. And then if you go as far to, (laughs) I might be getting ahead of myself, but this is what my assumption is that hopefully after I track myself for a few months, I'll be able to even give myself like data, like (laughs) data on Grace's, um, patterns and really reassure myself in even a better way. Like right now, I don't even know specifics, but hopefully I will be able to gain specifics by getting to know myself even better. But anyway, so number five is reassuring yourself. This is a now thing and not a forever thing. And it ebbs and flows and things are highs and lows. And that once we like release the fight or flight feeling and we really let go of it and like ride the wave, um, it can really, really help. Help in the sense that you stop adding more negatives to the feeling and you're not spiraling as much and more you're just like embracing that this is this this is the place I am right now and it's not forever and I'm going to ride the wave um yeah so those are my <laughs> five things to help you get through a funk and help you in those moments of 
fret. Like I feel like fret is always the word that I use um, because I, f- I feel like everyone can see when I'm in these moments and it's just something that you feel you want to cut yourself off from the world, right? Like the things that brought you joy and happiness and where your passions you feel are worthless now. And the, I don't know, you just really lose all of your sense of stability and real realness. And it's, it, it's a, it's a weird thing. So I, I'm looking forward to um, the next couple months as I track myself and then I'll come back and reflect. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because I'm at that point. I'm at this point now where I have my five things that I know that will help me in those moments. And I, I know that I'll keep those, but I need more. I think for me, I need more context and um, I'm a planner. So I, I, I just want to, I want to know as much as I can and the best person to get to know is yourself, I think. So I look forward to um, this little project that I'm going to put forth. Um, but yeah, so those were my five or not. Those weren't my five things I learned this week. But what I learned this week was how to help myself in a funk. And with you, I share those five things. And I'd love to hear what are things that you help yourself in a funk. I've heard of the ice cube method where you put an ice cube in your hand and it like all your brain power goes to that. And so it kind of pulls you out if you're in like a really, if you're in like a really, um, a really bad spiral or um, having an anxiety attack or whatever. Like I'm not sure specifically, but I know that it can pull your brain. So I've never tried that before, but I'd love to hear what you guys use. And if you've ever tried the ice cube pack or any of these things. Uh, So let me know. Okay. Getting on to our roses, thorns, and buds. Roses, thorns, and buds. My rose from this past week is freedom, getting out and um, walking a lot. I was walking a lot this past week and I was really enjoying the sun. And when I left work, it was sunny and that hasn't been the case. So that was just so nice. It's just, I am totally solar powered. Being a Leo, I feel like obviously I'm a sun sign. Like I am born into the sun, live for the sun. So the sun really does affect me. But also I just feel like the sun is a beautiful, beautiful thing and I will never take it for granted. (laughs) I love it so, so much. So yeah, being able to leave work and walk home in the sun has been such a beautiful thing. I also went to, oh, I guess I should say that this is my rose too. Two roses this week. That's good. Two roses for a funky, for me being in a funky place. This is nice. It's making me feel good. Um, I went to a medication class, no, a meditation class um, on Friday, a sound bath meditation class, which was amazing. I signed up for it maybe a month ago. Um, It popped up and I knew I had to sign up because I am obsessed with sound baths, but like going to live classes is phenomenal and I haven't been to one in so, so long. So yeah, then I ended up having a funky Friday. And obviously now I'm in this like fun, I like entered this funky place. So it was like the universe knew that I needed that class at this moment. And it was really, really powerful for me. And it helped me to bring a lot of focus onto what my priorities are, um, which kind of also has now confused me (laughs) on 
what I've chosen as or what I have as priorities currently. So I don't know, things might be changing, not necessarily with the podcast, not what I'm talking about, but like in my life, you know, it just helped me. Um, but yeah, so that was a really beautiful thing. And <laughs> I am going to fully disclose that my timer was just going off for um, my lunch. <laughs> so I had to run down to the uh, oven to turn it off. Anyways, that's why I'm kind of out of breath. And I kind of forget where we were like, what note I was left on. But it was me talking about the meditation class. Um, but yeah, it was a really beautiful, um, beautiful sound bath. And it used many different things, not just bowls. It had um, gongs and rain shower, rain, rain sticks, just so much lovely, lovely stuff. And I was able to, um, yeah, it was a really, a, a really, uh, working class for me. Like I felt like I was really working through some things. Um, my bud is, what is my bud? Um, Oh, I'm going to get pedicures on the weekend with my mom. I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen my mom in a while and my toes need some loving and it'll be nice to just have a little, um, girl's day and enjoy, you know, pampering ourselves. So that'll be a nice thing, especially to wrap up this week. Um, hopefully I'm in a lighter place. I know I will be by then. That's the thing. Remember, you remember it's only for now, not forever. Um, and then my thorn is, um, what is my thorn this week? Obviously being in a funk, but I don't, I almost don't want to make that a thorn because it's like part of part of the living. Um, what is my thorn this week? Honestly, there isn't. Other than that, I had a pretty good week. So I guess I will make that my thorn. Being in a funk and kind of spiraling a bit, but then I caught myself. So that's good. Uh, but yeah, I, I look forward to uh, taking my newfound clarity and uh, helping, helping it direct myself into um, the right path that I that I feel like I need to be in right now. Um, my, oh, that's it. <laughs> okay. On to entertainment recap, entertainment recap, entertainment recap, do, 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 entertainment recap. So now I will talk about euphoria. So I haven't watched this week's euphoria cause I'm watching it tonight. So sorry, but I've seen the first episode of the play which I was so looking forward to the play I thought it was going to be the end like I thought the play was going to be the end so it was just such a treat to come early and I'm obsessed with it I want it to become like an actual thing on Broadway that I can go see in person I would literally love that and it was just that was probably my favorite episode in the sense that yes you're on edge because you don't know what's up with Fez and I hope he's okay and that was really really driving me oh like you just want it to work out for him. But anyways, yes, that part was um, very like, Ooh, but the play I just felt like had so much beautiful connection. Like you got to see everyone's reactions and whatever. Cassie standing at the door at the end um, in her rage, like <laughs> that 
face. Wow, she plays that character really well, and I'm kind of terrified to see what's going to happen. And then um, her mom throughout the entire thing, obviously, was giving such mean girl vibes um, of the mom from the Christmas play. But oh, it was so good. I felt like I was I was part of the audience. Like I was fully auditory, like reacting um, out loud. It was really fun. So I really love that episode. I'm so excited to see tonight's episode. So if you want to talk to me about it, I will be caught up by the time this comes out. Um, And then what else? Oh, I finished Love Island season four. And then I looked everyone up on social media and literally not one person's together. And it was kind of just like so sad. Pretty much everyone broke up like months after, which is like so wild, Um, especially this one couple who made it seem like they were going to like get married and have kids. But then they actually went back to their exes they stayed together for like six months then went back to their exes and then had kids with their exes so I mean they knew they wanted to have kids um just not with each other so I guess they needed each other to figure it out but yeah so that was fun uh because I just love like getting to look everyone up at the end um I haven't asked my Love Island girly what up what season to watch next I don't know if I will want to watch a season next not that Love Island starting super soon but maybe I should like have a break I did start the uh the Anna one on Netflix discovering Anna finding Anna figuring out Anna something about Anna I know you'll know what I'm talking about because it's like number one at the moment and I've only seen the first episode and it's definitely like giving me hallmarky vibes um a little corny but I think I'm going to enjoy it and I did hear someone else's recap of it casually like I I didn't think I was going to watch it so I let I let the recap play in the podcast I was listening to, but they weren't giving like anything specific, but they had said that actually 2950. So they had said that the reporter's um, storyline is not like they kind of felt like what was the point of that where they just really wanted to know like the Anna uh, storyline. And so the first episode is kind of just all the reporter. So I, I definitely have this like holding out hope for, once I get to really get to know who Anna is. Yeah, so that that's good because I haven't been watching like a, a Netflix show in a while. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm caught up on Summer House and I'm just like, I don't know. I felt like this last episode was a little bit um, wishy-washy in the sense that it kind of just seemed like repetitive from the last, like from the, la- the episode previous to that. Um, nothing really new or too interesting happened, but I think this upcoming one will be. We need to get Craig back, but I don't think Craig wants to come back. We'll see. I mean, like, I love Paige, and yeah, I think she's just kind of in a sticky sitch because she wants to be a single girl, but she also has feelings, and she has, uh, I think she has a boy that she would really love to be with but he might not want to and then a boy who really loves her and then she's kind of like not as into it so it's hard I get it I get it and then obviously with the whole Amanda thing like I don't know like we all know that they get married but it just seems like so wild I feel like a lot of that must be edited because when I think of like a relationship I mean they definitely do have qualities of a relationship I also think that it's their fights are so public like if I if everyone heard everything that I said, if I was upset with my spouse, like that wouldn't be good. So, you know what I mean? Like we all react differently, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I think that's all that I've been watching. 
Uh, yeah, I just can't wait to see Euphoria tonight. If you want to know what I've been listening to, obviously we have our weekly playlist that I curate and it is the first link below called Sunday Reset. Um, and yeah, this one's really upbeat and endorphin inducing. And I think like even we all need a little bit of that um, so we can all practice our our good coping mechanisms. Number two, dancing. Uh, please let me know what you do to help when you're in a funk. I would love to know um, because it's not it's not fun to to stay in a funk and to uh, make a funk worse. So let's work on helping ourselves. Thanks so much for listening. Look forward to coming back on Sunday for Sunday Reset and next Wednesday for another five years time. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Everything is linked in our show notes and I look forward to our conversations to come. Have an amazing week. Lots of love. Mwah.